Bienvenidos al podcast de Latino Founder Hour. Each week we invite you to spend an in-depth hour with us as we speak with a Latino startup founder from somewhere around the world. Aquí conocerás esas historias de éxito y fracasos, retos personales y lecciones aprendidas. And we have fun. We're live every Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific time. Tune in at startupradionetwork.com. O en versión podcast después del show. Escucha. Listen. Aprende. Learn. Y emprende. Launch. Buenos días, Buenos días. Edgar, ¿cómo Claudia, estás? Muy bien, feliz viernes, feliz 15 viernes, de junio. 15 de junio. Ya se nos fue medio año. Sí, ¿verdad? Bienvenidos a todos a Latino sí. Founder Hour. Latino. Muchas gracias por acompañarnos otra vez y emocionadísimos de que empezó ya el mundial. Oye, sí es cierto, de veras. Ahorita me, tenemos... me tengo que poner mi camiseta de México. Sí, y ahorita este es eh, en este momento está jugando España Portugal. Sí. Aquí lo, lo, lo teníamos antes de entrar en cabina y bueno, pues suerte al ganador que gane el mejor. ¿A quién le vas? Ah, en este juego yo creo que España. España, okay. Sí, sí, sí. No qué sé bien. por qué, pero bueno, le vamos a España. <risa> <risa> porque no lo portugués. Español. Sí, más bien porque no pero hablamos portugués. Español. <risa> <risa> Buenos días. Bueno, este, el día de hoy tenemos una invitada increíble, con una historia increíble, Edgar. En ah, cabina. Sí, en cabina hoy, sí es cierto. Aquí está con nosotros Maribel Ah, no, Mariel, Mariel, Mariel Alvarado. Alvarado. De conectarte. ¿Cómo estás, Mariel? Buenos días, bienvenida. Hola, buenos días. Gracias por tenerme. No, gracias por venir. Gracias por venir. Bellísimo viernes, bueno, con, con nubes, como siempre aquí en Portland. Pero pues muy... Eh, yo, yo a Mariel ya la, cono, ya la conocí una vez. Me encanta este, su historia y también su, los, los proyectos en los que está trabajando. Mariel, ¿por qué no nos cuentas un poquito eh, quién eres, de dónde vienes este, y hacia dónde vas? Bueno, bueno. Um, bueno, soy... Um, actualmente soy diseñadora gráfica um, y yo estoy empezando un proyecto um, que es como un puente, puente entre el diseño y, y la comunidad, um, el trabajo comunitario. Um, y yo conocí a Edgar um, hace un par de meses porque fui a un evento de Startup Week en Portland. Y porque el proyecto que estoy haciendo es como un medio startup. Sí. Um, y... Bueno, el, el proyecto se trata de... Bueno, ¿quieren que hable del proyecto o cómo? ¿Cómo no, quieren no, no, que, si, que si quieres empiece? empezar de... de, 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 de o sea, no, Mariel. Yo, yo prefiero que, que nos cuente a Mariel a de dónde es, este, porque sé que su papá es venezolano y su mamá es uh, americana. americana, de aquí de Portland, que creció en Portland, pero quiero saber más de su historia. Sí, okay, sí. Perfecto, perfecto. Um, eh, bueno, sí, mi papá es de Venezuela. Él nació en un pueblo chiquito que se llama El Guapo, San Fernando del Guapo. Eh, y ahí vivió en, eh, en Venezuela por casi toda la vida. Él vivió en otros pueblos, no sé si han escuchado de Carúpano, de Los Teques, de Caracas. Y ya cuando él era, estaba estudiando en el, um, en el liceo, él tenía ganas de ir a, a, a los Estados Unidos a, a estudiar, a vivir, así que fue a varias veces, fue a Vermont, fue a, um, a Nueva York um, y fue a Londres por un tiempo, pero ya cuando se fue a California, ahí conoció a mi mamá. Con, mi mamá ella es de Chicago uh, y ella 
Um, también estaba viviendo en California en ese entonces. Vivieron juntos en un ashram. Un ashram es como una comunidad hindú, um, una comunidad como an in intentional community, o sea, una comunidad de meditación. Um, mi papá era el cocinero um, en el ashram y mi mamá trabajaba de recepcionista en el ashram. Y ahí se conocieron y, bueno, the story goes, que <laughs> salieron juntos, um, empezaron a conocerse y ya a la semana... Um, mi papá le dijo, bueno, mira, o sea, I, I really like you. O sea, me gustas mucho. Oh, qué bello. Pero lo que pasa es que mi, mi visa para vivir aquí, para trabajar aquí, o sea, se vence. My, my work visa is about to expire. Así que um, lo que podemos hacer es, yo, bueno, yo tengo que volver a Venezuela. Um, Podemos casarnos para, para estar sí. juntos. Mi mamá, como, ok. Oh my God, that's so, so okay. After a week, they get married. Uh -huh. Ellos vuelven a Venezuela a vivir por, creo que estaban allá por unos ocho meses. Y ya mi papá, o sea, él no consiguió trabajo por ninguna parte. Él fue masajista. Um, en, en, ese, en Venezuela, ¿verdad? Uh -huh, en Venezuela estudió. Um, como, el, um, como medicina natural. Uh -huh. um, um, Homeopática, ¿no? Sí, co correcto. Um, y él, o sea, no, no puede encontrar trabajo por ninguna parte. Um, así que parece que sufren a, a una cita en el, um, como el Ministerio de Interior. Um, y hablando con, con, el, con el oficial allí, y el señor le dijo a mi papá, a ver, Tú tienes amigos en los Estados Unidos, sí. Tú tienes una esposa americana, sí. ¿Por qué no te vas a, a los Estados Unidos? Y parece que, o sea, no sé, me contaron de que abrieron su archivo y escribieron algo como que, oye, está bien, o sea, ya tu visa está, está listo, puedes volver a los Estados Unidos. Así que fueron a los Estados Unidos y ahí nació en el 84. Um, y en, 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 en California, oh, en California, California, en Oakland, sí. en Oakland. Um, y pues sí, vivimos allá. Um, fue, no fue tan trendy como, como es ahorita. Um, <risa> para nada. Fue, o sea, Oakland. Oakland es Oakland. Ya, ya. Y ya yo, cuando yo tenía, teníamos cuatro... Sí, teníamos como cuatro años de vivir allá en Oakland um, y teníamos amigos en Portland um, que también habían vivido en California um, y habían conocido a mi mamá, o sea, desde que mi mamá era chiquita. Y dijeron, bueno, ¿qué tal si, si van a Portland? ¿Qué tal si van a Portland a vivir? O sea, hay mucho trabajo aquí, el clima está lindo, es muy verde. Bueno, le mintieron. Le mintieron. No, no es cierto. Uh, I mean, the, this, the weather over here is beautiful and, and it's always like, it's always green and we have sí. beautiful stuff. Pero llueve. Ah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Pero llueve. Yeah, they yeah. didn't know that then. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, um, se nos mudamos para Portland um, y bueno, sí, yo crecí aquí. Um, estudié en Southwest Portland y estudié en Lewis and Clark. 
Eh, y Estudiaste psicología, ¿verdad? Sí, correcto, sí, o psicología. Sea, o sea, empezaste la parte de psicología y después eh, a, a tal la, la, la sí. cuestión de diseño, ¿no? Sí, sí. Eh, primero estudié psicología y, uh -huh. y, y Hispanic Studies, le dicen a español, o sea, cómo se estudia la literatura y el okay. lenguaje y la, la cultura. cultura, eso. Yeah. Eh, yo viví en Chile por un par de meses, por cinco meses durante ese tiempo. Uh -huh. Y creo que esa experiencia de um, haber vivido... O sea, mi papá siempre me llevaba a Venezuela a conocer, a ver la familia, de visita, pero nunca vivía allá. Pero creo que después de vivir en Chile, como me quedé con las ganas de vivir en otra parte. Y también, o sea, tenía como un... Como un... Un, un deseo de um, ayudar a... La, a la gente. Wow. O sea, ¿Y qué, qué te llevó a Chile? ¿Cuál, eh, ¿Por qué te fuiste para allá? Um, porque fue como un programa de intercambio. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh -huh. Sí. Um, y sí, así que yo postulé para ser voluntaria en el Cuerpo de Paz, en Peace Corps. Uh -huh. Ok. Um, y en el 2007 me fui a vivir a Nicaragua por dos años. Fui una voluntaria de eh, salud comunitaria. Um, y de ahí, o sea, como que, creo que eso me, me cambió la vida. O sea, me, me, me abrió la, mi forma de, de ver al mundo. Um, yo, o sea, yo crecí en, en, en Portland. Yo, yo crecí en un barrio, o sea, Um, de bien, um, de cómoda um, y um, relativ relativamente blanca. Uh -huh. Y creo que al vivir en otra parte del mundo, o sea, como me, me, dijo, me, me dio saber de que, o sea, hay mucha, pero mucha gente que vive en ese mundo, o sea, con... Um, con muchas necesidades, necesidades básicas. Muchas que ne sí. sí. Um, así que creo que eso como me... Um, me dio las ganas de seguir trabajando en la salud pública. Um, así que por varios años um, yo trabajé um, en la promoción de la salud. Fui una... Uh, Aquí en Portland. Ajá, uh, en Portland, sí. 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 Um, fui una volunteer manager uh -huh. para, en una organización um, que ofrece servicios a sobrevivientes o víctimas de la salud sexual. Uh -huh. um, perdón, de la, del abuso, del abuso sexual. Sí. Perdón. Um, y ya tenía, o sea, bastante experiencia trabajando en la salud, um, pero como que quería seguir con esa misión de otro ángulo. Um, así que hace por ahí cinco años me cambié de carrera y yo estudié el diseño gráfico. Um, y... ¿Por qué? ¿Por qué el cambio así? Sí, sí, así sí. sí Explíquenos la, la, la parte de psicología sí. con el ángulo de diseño gráfico. Digo que yo... Me, me, hay, hay, sí hay un ángulo, ¿no? Tienes, tienes que entender. Claro, claro, claro. No, um, creo que... O sea, siempre he sido una persona artística creativa. Um, pero creo que después de haber trabajado tanto um, en el... Como en, en the front lines... Uh -huh. um, Creo que, por una parte, o sea, como, no que me cansé, sino que mm, me di cuenta que como soy una persona así, como tan sensitiva de que ya no podía trabajar, o sea, como siempre con la gente, o sea, si, o sea, 
para poder seguir con la misión tenía uh -huh. que hacer algo más sostenible. Claro. Um, y así que me dediqué al diseño, diseño gráfico con el fin, con el propósito de ser diseñadora gráfica para organizaciones sin fines de lucro, um, para organizaciones que se enfocaran en la... Una ayuda comunitaria. Correcto. ¿no? O, o la, la, Una misión humanitaria. Ajá, ajá la, la justicia, justicia social um, con el, um, la ayuda humanitaria. Uh -huh. ¿Y, ¿Y qué elementos incorporas tú, por ejemplo, plataforma. para eso? Uh -huh. sí. Perdón, ¿cómo ¿Qué? fue la pregunta? <risa> ¿Qué elementos incorporas en, en tu diseño? Para, 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 para tener ese alcance. Claro, claro. Creo que, o sea, mi, mi entender de la mi, mi entender y, y aprecio de la cultura. Um, um, o sea, la, la forma en que, o sea, creo que dependiendo de la cultura de donde estés, o sea, ves al diseño, ves al, al arte de, de una forma diferente. Um, también, o sea, sabiendo de que el hablar de temas eh, muy delicados como eh, el abuso sexual o la salud sexual, o uh -huh. sea, como so, hay formas en que puedes presentar la información y, y, y hay otras formas en que no. O sea, como en, hay otras formas, hay, hay formas en que si sí, si presentas la información, eso va a asustar, va, va o sea, como alienar eh, los sponsors. O, eh, eh, yeah. eh, sí, sí. Pero, pero, por ejemplo, no, ¿No crees que también debe haber algún cambio disruptivo en, en ese tipo de información? Y, y me refiero, por ejemplo, hay campañas en Europa de los cigarrillos, las cajetillas, mm. eh, pa, para disuadir precisamente a la gente que fume. Ya es que te ponen, to, todos por ley tienen que tener pues copia de un pulmón con, o de, con sí, cáncer sí. o con la, 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 la laringe. ¿no? Uh -huh. Entonces, algo es un cambio muy radical que si a la gente le choca, pero a lo mejor ese es el fin, ¿no? Sí, uh -huh. sí. De crear este... Pues número uno, controversia, porque lo que es controversia eh, crea, crea un buen RP, ¿no? Se vende. Se vende. Sí, sí, sí. sí. Vende mensajes. Sí. sí. Pero, o sea, hasta cierto punto, creo que, o Ajá. sea, pues para poder llegar a, a tu fin, o sea, no puedes... Sí, no puedes usar, no puedes mostrar esas imágenes tan fuertes, tan, o sea, porque aún tienes que... O sea, you, you have to keep your, your customers, your consumers, or mm -hmm. the people that you're target marketing, you need to keep them, keep them at a certain distance. Uh, engaged. Cer engaged, too. but you also have to present them the right information. Um, but it's like how much, how, how much of scare tactics or fear are you going to use? Mm -hmm. You're going to show them this is the reality, but you also, you can't, um, you can't freeze them. You can't alienate yeah. them. Um, So yeah, so a lot of so all the work that I did um, when I began um, a career in graphic design was focused on how can I make this health information. At, at, at the beginning, it was very much health information. How can I um, use my design to present health information so it's more accessible to people who have historically been marginalized or historically not been able to access that information? Mm -hmm. And um, <clears throat> so this idea of comunicarte which is a combination of the words communication, community, arte, comunidad, comunicarse, comunicación. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, it just felt like it, it worked together. And so um, I, I've been slowly um, working on side projects. Um, when, when I was still working in a full-time job, I would 
take on side projects to work with a nonprofit. Um, I worked with the Oregon Medical Board to create the first cultural competency manual in Oregon. Um, And so this is one example of how I really Mm -hmm. think design can be used to Mm -hmm. communicate information um, that is with the goal of um, better cultural understanding, um, creating bridges, and um, better care, better health for everyone, um, not only for the patient, but also for, for the, the provider. Okay. And, and what, bueno, you're, you're a, ¿qué fue lo que te, te, te hizo atractivo del programa este de Startup Week? O sea, ¿por qué, cómo, cómo, qué, qué fue lo que dijo, bueno, este es algo que me, que me llama la atención porque quiero llevar este proyecto a otro nivel? Yeah. Um, yeah. Bueno, el tema. El tema, okay. Ya, yeah. ah, eh, eh, familia, comida, los latinos, uh-huh. o sea, para mí eso es algo, son cosas sagradas. Claro, sí, sí. para nosotros sí. es la base de nuestra cultura. Uh-huh. Exacto. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Y ahora, ¿cómo, ¿cómo llevas tu proyecto a, a ese nivel? O sea, a un nivel, número uno, que ya sea sustentable, pero que sea escalable, ¿no? Que lo puedas replicar y que pueda, porque... Obviamente tienes que llegar a, a un nivel de self-sustainability para que pueda ser, eh, bueno, para que pueda crecer y pueda seguir ayudando a más gente, ¿no? más organizaciones. Sure. Um, y en este momento hablo un poco más acerca del proyecto. Sí. Um, sí, sí. Para claro. darle, o sea, como un, uh, a bit of a flavor of the project. Um, and I'm going to do this part in English because I think I have some people sí, sí, who sí. are only English speakers and I really want them to feel engaged with this. Um, so, I have been a volunteer uh, at the Portland Mercado for a couple of years. I started uh, with a small project years ago, um, working on a promotional design for them. And then I went to New York to work for American Jewish World Service as a graphic designer for a little bit over a year. And when I came back, I wanted to begin that, um, reinitiate that relationship with the Portland Mercado. So I did pro bono logo, logo design for one client, one at, one at a time. And um, I went to a workshop last summer at the School of Visual Arts in New York, and it uh, was focused on how can you use design um, and the process of design thinking to create a positive social impact in your community. And it goes much beyond creating a logo or creating a brochure for a... um, for an organization, for a nonprofit that does social good, much, much more than that. But how can you actually um, look at an issue um, that's in your community um, that is related to the social benefit of many people? Um, and and how can you use how can you use a certain methodology that we learned called design thinking um, to start to not solve the problem, but at least start to take that problem apart and look at little ways in which you can, um, you can, you can make like, so for example, um, the problem that I wanted to focus on that week was how, um, I wanted to find ways to increase the safety net of Latinos in Portland. And I wasn't exactly, exactly sure what aim I would go at it. But throughout the week, I realized that I wanted to focus on food because Mm -hmm. um, the food industry is the, 
my understanding is the industry in which Latinos are most robust. Um, and it could be in the agricultural aspect of food production or food serving even. So um, thinking of the farm workers that yeah. work in um, Washington County and Marion County to line cooks to um, owners of restaurants um, that um, are run along the gamut of Latin American food um, to to even to the the person that sells tamales outside of your local grocery. Yeah. There is definitely this connection to food. Um, and and I wanted to see what could I do with my skills to provide a venue for Latinos to be able to um, thrive a little bit more in what they're doing. How could I amplify the work that they're already doing? Um, and also during that week, I realized that I have my own personal connection to food being Venezuelan. My, my father, I, I told you that he's from Venezuela and he took me to visit there um, several times when I was a little girl. And um, because I couldn't live there, because I didn't live there full time, um, the way that my father maintained that my, my love for that culture was by making the traditional food. So I remember from all my life, Saturday mornings, my dad would make arepas, um, oh, which, wow. yeah, <laughs> there's nothing better than an arepa in my mind, in my opinion. Um, and so he taught me the value um, of how food, it is a way for immigrants to um, show their love for their culture, to maintain their culture, um, to maintain, to feel that connection to their mm -hmm. culture, even if they're miles away from their home. And... I realize that story isn't unique. My, that's that my story. It's not new, unique at all. I think that all immigrants do that. Um, and so, throughout that week, I created with a lot of help from the class um, because it was a group of amazing, um, amazing professionals from not only in design but um, all different areas. We created. Um, we thought of the idea: what if there is a dining passport for Latino-owned restaurants in Portland? Um, how could we incentivize Portland Portlanders to go to a Mexican food restaurant or a Venezuelan food restaurant? How could, um, that's owned by a Latino. Um, there are a lot of Latino restaurants or Latino fusion restaurants in Portland that are extremely popular and it kind of breaks my heart that the owners um, really? of, of, of restaurants, that Latinos who have their own restaurants don't have lines out, you know, down the street. I know. Um, I, know I think I know which ones. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? Okay, so this is where the controversy goes. You, you know what? I recently discovered the best tacos that I've had here. Oh, and really? Like, yeah. And it's not owned by a Latino. And to, I, I have no problem with that at all. Yeah. Because you know what? I appreciate the first, like, you know, then you hear all this cultural appropriation. People go up and I'm like, why? Everything's, I mean, that's just a, just a nonsense to me. Like, these guys are passionate about food. I'm passionate about food. doesn't matter what. I mean, I can cook. And if these guys knock it out of the park and, you know, they're, they're, they're not from that country. They're from here. Uh, they're locals. They're American. It's like fantastic. Uh, hats off. I yeah. actually, you know, you know what? Because you went way out of your way, not only to learn but to perfect it. 
Exactly. And they're better than That's any taco. Oh, well, I'm going to cause controversy. But yes, they're the best tacos around. And they're not even in Portland. They're across the river. Oh. Yes. <laughs> so which, which river? The thing uh, is that... Uh, 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 they're in Vancouver. Okay, so. <laughs> okay. You, you don't have to say more. <laughs> <laughs> what I notice uh, here is that we, like you said, like we have a great culture. And then and then that connection is the food, mm -hmm. the people, the, the music. And then... Mm -hmm. People love that. Yeah. People experience. love it. It's experience. The experience. Yeah. And okay. and then we're afraid sometimes to bring that into into a country that we think that is not ours or like that nobody's going to help us or that nobody's going to care about it because uh, the edu edu uh, education that we have, uh, the resources mm -hmm. that we have mm -hmm. are very limited. So, and then uh, and a person that is, they, they grow up here, that went to school here, that knows that, that uh, they have these resources available, they're like, there's nothing around I'm going to solve the problem. Everybody's going to come. And then they, it creates success. Um, the first tacos that I that I tried here or were like from Latinos. But like uh, you said, Edgar, there's like there's a place where I went and tried these tacos. And the 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 um, and the owner is American. Mm -hmm. And then the, the the story is like he took that idea from where he went to Mexico. Uh, he love, uh, fell in love. He yeah. fell in love with that and brought it here. And then it's a great success. So um, with this, is like don't be afraid of uh, get out of your comfort zone. Get out yeah. of your comfort zone. And then this is what you're doing. Like you're. It is sad that you see these Latinos, these restaurants, and there's, like, no lines. Or, like, there's just, like, not success. But And, and I think, what, what do you think that's for? I mean, what causes that? Well, I wouldn't, I, I don't want to make it sound like I believe that they aren't mm -hmm. successful because they are in a lot of ways. Yeah. Um, uh, they, they, their businesses are there and have been there for a while, but um, I feel like it's, it's still like a best kept secret type of thing and what's people, missing mm -hmm. so um i think that i think that some some latino owned restaurants don't have the resources for um large marketing um campaigns um i think that um one example of a one example of a group that's really really doing it well um, is the Portland Mercado. I can't mm -hmm. say how much I love them, but um, I think that they they really successfully present that experience that yeah. um, that people who have who are who are not Latino who have maybe been to Latin America or haven't been to Latin America when they go there they're looking for that experience like yeah. you're talking about Edgar. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, it's the sounds, the smells, the the flavor mm -hmm. uh, and the visuals. So mm -hmm. it's a, yeah, visuals. It, it's it's a really mm -hmm. cool concept mm -hmm. uh, in in a city that. Uh, I mean, I mean, we have a lot of diversity mm -hmm. within the city limits. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, when like when the first couple times that I went to the mercado, I, I felt like I was back in, um, like in one of in my Peace Corps town in Nicaragua, seeing the children of the owners running around yeah. and um, you know help be or standing behind the the counter with um, mom and dad. Yeah, um, 
hearing the cumbia that <laughs> the cumbias that would play all the time in Nicaragua. Um, it, it it brings the, those memories that are related to senses. It it just it floods you, and it um, it's it's really important. Um, so, so that that comes, and, and then the idea comes from the passport that you created, which we, you know, Mariel brought a, brought us a couple of samples. And yeah, I brought I think prototypes. A, yes. I mean, we have uh, a great idea, you know, and more so for scalability. Uh, just taking it, you know, just from one idea execution here in Portland, and then taking it to to a larger arena. Yeah, so I think that the passport uh, structure is something that Portland is becoming pretty familiar with and I think that they like it a lot uh, so and and also it's um it's something that's fun we we all look forward to doing international travel and so um, it's a way ha of using a format that is embraced by the city already um, but doing um, but but making going out to dinner or going out to lunch fun uh, and so here I brought a couple prototypes. Um, the design is actually in beta, so this is uh, this is not the complete passport. Um, my I've been working with a strategic business um, consultant um, who I met um, at this workshop in New mm -hmm. York, Erin um, Stevanis. She's amazing. She's been my number one cheerleader on this project, and so we've led a couple workshops. Um, one during Design Week Portland, and also one. Um, as an activity um, through the Open IDEO Portland chapter um, to test this um, this prototype, and so as you can see in the the prototype, you there's a little bit of information mm -hmm. about the vendors. There's these mm -hmm. as as you see, it's not going to be in Latin. Um, it's right now Lauren Ibsen. That, so like, yeah, so like, uh, uh, that's going to be difficult to read <laughs> yeah. for. <them. laughs> but it tells a little bit. Um, about the the business owner or owners, if it's owned by a family or by a couple, and um, what Aaron and I wanted to focus on in the description of the businesses was how these business owners—they're um, entrepreneurs. Some of these yep. business owners have this is—they're on—they're on year twenty of owning businesses. They mm -hmm. are professionals in this area, uh, and. In each for each food restaurant, so at the Portland Mercado there are 16 businesses, but 13 of which are uh, food businesses. Um, 15 of those 16 businesses are owned by Latinos. One is mm -hmm. owned by um, um, a Chris Chishimoto. He's from the Bay Area, um, and although he doesn't identify as a Latino, he identifies as a person of color, and he's very very supportive of the Portland okay. Mercado mission. Um, and so for each food business, so the non-food businesses actually do have some information, um, that will talk about the owner and their business. Um, but for the food businesses, there is actually going to be two coupons or discounts for that restaurant. Um, and right now we're working on the, um, incentive and reward structure. So the two coupons for each food business is just the start of the um, of the experience when you have the passport, um, my my goal with this passport is that it can give people an ability to travel. I say travel the stretch of Latin, of Latin America because um, although not all Latin American countries are represented at the Mercado at the moment, about half of them are. But yeah, th there's a good there's a good chunk. Yeah. Yeah, and um, and I think one of the goals with this project was to. Um, 
I want people to be able to, to be interested and to be able to learn about the, the differences and the nuances in Latin American culture, um, food. Sorry, Latin American food, because I, um, the largest populations of Latinos here are Mexicans, Cubans, and um, Puerto Ricans. And Puerto Ricans, yeah. and um, and I think that when you 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 don't know what you don't know, and so um, I want someone to be excited about learning the differences between a Colombian and a Venezuelan arepa. arepa. Exactly, yes. um, and and to see the the. So I'll, which are we? No. <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm biased, of course, but I've had, I had, I remember having amazing arepas in Cartagena years ago. So, uh, what about we take a break, we, right, uh, really quick? Yeah. So, uh, our first break is uh, for CPA dudes, where accounting is never boring. Their price is not based on time; instead, customers decide what to pay them. They don't charge for sending invoices, phone calls, emails, texts, or meetings. They just get the damn job done. <laughs> <laughs> Find them at cpadudes.com slash startup radio. And today's episode of the Latino Founder Hour is brought to you by Publicize, a deconstructed PR subscription service which generates effective visibility for your business. Publicize has broken down the PR into modular steps, keeping quality high and simple. Just charge fees for the targeted PR that you require. Check them out at publicize.com um, and tell them Claudia and Edgar sent you. Uh, but yet, uh, Mariel, tell, tell us, so what is the, the you know, I, know, I know the project is in, in beta. Um, you know, this is the first startup that we have in beta testing. You have plans for the future. What's um, what's your ultimate goal? Where do you want to see Passport ultimately after beta, beta testing, uh, you know, traction? Where's the, I mean, if you can tell us, I mean, where, where's the ultimate goal and how can we help you? Because, you know, that, that's that's also, you know, our, our mission to, to help other startups. Yeah align their vision and help them with any resources that we may have. Great. Um, well, thank you. First, <laughs> even being on this platform is is a big support. Um, so the Passport's in beta right now, and um, our goal is to launch it soon um, in the near future. Um, we, we're working with timelines, and um, but what um, I think our next steps are how are we're looking for community support. Um, we're looking for community interest um, as we get it ready to be printed. Uh, we're looking for community support to pasar la voz, to, um, to, to, to make, have this, the, this passport be a, a well-embraced idea in Portland. Um, I think that my my dreams for the future with this project, so I call it a project, um, because, and this is right now, the pilot run is for the Mercado, but how I see it being scalable is this could be a platform for other groups of immigrant-owned businesses or people of color-owned businesses that wanted to um, incentivize people in Portland to uh, go to specifically to their group of businesses. Um, and yeah. Okay. Uh, I think that uh, this, this is, this is amazing, uh, by the way, is, is, is an idea that um, 
we're trying to figure out all of us we're trying to figure out how can we get these people connected and then I see in here that you have like not just restaurants but there's uh, different well, there, yeah. yeah there's like uh, different services uh-huh. um, and uh, at the Portland Mercado and uh, something like this is it, it, need, it, it needs to exist we need to have like a platform where we we know where our point of destinations for our community and then where you can find these experiences uh, to be able to help them to mm-hmm. to grow. So thank you and congratulations for this yeah, amazing no, no, it's, it's work. It's an amazing opportunity, yeah. not, not only for the um, public to engage, but also, I mean, I, uh, the way I see it, a good lease and a good bridge between nonprofit sector uh, get more enthusiasm from people just to also collaborate with not only the businesses, but you know what, what you're doing already in the nonprofit sector. Um, create more awareness, obviously, um, and yeah, tie with the you know with the support of the of the general public. Exactly. So I myself worked with uh, uh, the Hispanic Chamber here in Portland. Mm. So I worked with a lot of businesses, a lot of, a lot of uh, food service. Uh, restaurants, food carts, and uh, we're trying to create those connection, connections with different sectors, uh, help them to create um, uh, this idea in, into uh, a, a an experience that they know that this is going to work. This is they have so much experience. The, the skills are like amazing. Like they have like uh-huh. so many years of experience, and they don't know how to project that. And um, I help them to to visualize, uh, think big. Uh, don't don't set yourself like into okay. This is this is it for for my community. Uh, think into another market. What what's going to be? You don't have anything to lose. You have to go all the way. If you're going to do something, do it mm-hmm. big. Um, so. Um, for you is 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 a uh, it's awesome that like coming from from a half and half like American and, and Latino you you can see that uh, connection that we have with our culture because you grew up with that and and then and then us as Latinos uh, we we love that we love uh, giving and then the way that we give is through uh, mm-hmm. our food our culture I mean, our services. Yeah, Claudia, I think that listening to you right now, it brings up, um, I don't know, a point that also influenced this project for me. Um, I think one of my main goals, maybe if 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 I, if no one buys a passport, um, if it's not, if the business model isn't successful at all, the one goal I hope we reach with this project uh, is that the Portland community sees the own, in, in this case, the owners of the of the Portland Mercado businesses as Portlanders. Yes, um, value them for um, the country that they're from, for all their um, culinary and entrepreneurial skills and knowledge, um, but always remembering that they've been in Portland, some of them for 10 years, five mm-hmm. years, 20 years. Um, they, they they live in our neighborhood. They, 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 are, they are our community, mm-hmm. um, and I think you know, I don't want to sound like a broken record, but I mean, I think that we need that more than ever right yes. now. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, yeah, if 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 the larger Portland community community that hasn't had as much um, 
exposure. Uh, thank you. With yeah. the Latino community here in Portland, if they can just start to see people from this community mm -hmm. as their neighbors, as 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 their own. Yeah, yeah. That, I mean, they're part that, of the social. That's fabric. my main goal. Yes, yeah. totally. And and then I see too that Portland has been like it's so iconic, not just for here for for Oregon, like but for other states and and other countries. So like getting ex like exposed this to to like have this at the airport. Can you imagine just yeah. being like yeah to every single visitor? It, yeah. yeah, to every single in, visitor oh. that comes to uh, Portland, like hey, here this it is. is you cannot leave Portland if you don't show us your passport exactly, on your way out. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. I know. So that would be amazing. Like it's a yeah. it's a great story. Definitely. Yeah, and and again, you know, it's for us in the startup community, we want to help Marielle, um, you know, how to take this idea, this concept idea, into the next level. Mm -hmm. So you say, okay, it's going to have success. It's going to be successful, because what what you say, no matter what happens with the business model, no, you will be successful in in you know in letting you know people know what's out there. So there's really no failing in this in this project. Definitely. I mean, if you yes. even if you just use the F word for the economic <laughs> uh, for the economic metrics, the KPI. Food justice, you mean, right? Exactly. That F word. I mean, we will, yeah, exactly. We will still eat. So you yeah. got the F words and food. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, but 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 how do we take that to a replicable model? Because I think there's a, a lot that you could do, and also you know tying it with helping the co communities, helping communities that have been um, ignored, mm -hmm. or or do, mm -hmm. like you said, don't have the exposure, don't have the means, the mm -hmm. access to information, resources, to uh, to grow their businesses. Mm -hmm. So we need to help them. Uh, to get to get that exposure, to get that clientele, yes. but uh, and ultimately, you know, benefit the city, benefit their communities. Um, everybody wins with this mm -hmm. with this kind of project. Definitely, I think you and I are going to be uh, talking a lot, and uh, I mean, we have great contacts. I mean, Edgar is. She's is, already excluding me, but I, I'm I'm just in for that. I know, no, no. <laughs> I'm <laughs> talking at the beginning. I'm, and, and, I'm talking and, because and because like I work with a lot of businesses, yeah. Latino businesses, and uh, this is a, a great concept that uh, needs to be happening, it's especially because we have the connections, and then yeah. we we. we we know people like around like why we don't use that we need to yeah, use well that's why like, we're here you know yes, uh, exactly. at, at a grander scale we're creating this community latino founder hour not only in portland but um all over the states i mean we've had people from pretty you know from a lot of states in new york from all the coasts yes uh but here that's what we want to do you know you know come with a project even if you know what kind of help we can we can do mm -hmm. To get this project started, get it past the beta testing phase, and make it successful. Yeah, so that's that, that, that's that's our mission. So we're, we're happy to have you here, Marielle. Thank you, thank and you. And again, you know, hopefully we can see the passport. Uh, yeah, I want to see it at the at in, the airport. At the airport. Yeah. To begin with, that would be amazing. And just like Cuba, you cannot leave I mean, unless you turn in your passport and yeah. every single signature. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> and then a lot of people, when they come and visit, uh, there's like a lady that asked me the other day, like everybody's just like, oh, if you don't go to Portland, if you don't go to Portland City Girl, you, don't, you didn't visit Portland. Yeah. And you're like, really? Okay, yeah, it is. It is beautiful. It is a nice building and has a nice view. But really, the experience of like the food, it's not really in Portland. Sorry, sorry. 
<laughs> Sorry for saying that, but like it, we have to, we have to be truthful. <laughs> yeah, and, and again, if you want to really get um, what people think of, about Portland, you know, it's a it's a small city. I mean, it's no longer a town, but it's very multicultural. You know, people think of Portland now as like, like a little Amsterdam, very diverse. Um, uh, very hip, and what makes us hip is that, that type of diversity. You know that we can have an Ethiopian restaurant and a yes. Senegalese I restaurant. Know, yeah. Like wow, it, you know more diversity than bigger areas like Houston, Dallas, etc. And, and way better food. So much better food. Much better mm-hmm. food than you know honestly bigger bigger cities. So why not you know make them make them a part and you know organize and showcase our city you know through a passport. You know, yes. start with culinary, and then you expand it to to other experiences. Exactly. Yeah, you guys that are so young and millennial, you know, you understand that. Whatever. Like, <laughs> like a, I'm not that young. <laughs> I just look young. <laughs> and I'm on the cusp of millennials. And I, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. This mm-hmm. is a great, great story. Wonderful. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, and if anybody um, out there listening wants to follow the project, we do have a website. It is easy to remember, elpasaporteproject.com. And also we are on Facebook. Um, el pasaporte. Mm-hmm. El pasaporte project. El pasaporte project. Mm-hmm. Do, do, do you go and Twitter, Instagram, and not yet? Not mm-hmm. yet. Not yet. Okay, but uh, so Facebook, That's, el pasaporte project, or website, el pasaporte project dot com. Exactly. And, you know, I'm sure your information is there, Maria. Lord. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. So we still have about ten minutes. Um, you know, I, one of the things that I wanted to ask you, Maria, because we're um, on my startup clicker, we're working with a um, um, in, in, in a couple of large projects that we're going to announce pretty soon. This is something that is actually, I mean, it's, I've been thinking about it. I haven't, you know, reached out because I've been traveling and I've been pretty busy, but it's something that's not in the back of my head. It's actually in the front because I see areas of opportunity where, number one, like we can help giving an exposure, but also growing that beyond Portland. Mm-hmm. And that's where, you know, the, the part of the startup mode. So like, okay, let's prove it. Let's get the concept. And then, then let's take it, you know, out to the, you know, out to the next level and, and on and on. So that's something that we're pretty excited, you know, to, to have you here again. Yeah. And just see how um, the project develops from one concept and it's going to be evolving. So this Definitely. is, your, yeah. So, so, you know, I look back in our startup three years ago or three and a half when we started with the concept idea and we're doing something mm. not different but what we're doing we're doing it in a different way hmm. so it, it's it's been a it's been a ride yeah as it's ups, ups i love it down. that's that's what i love about <laughs> yeah, businesses it's just like ups and downs and yes, yes, yes. Pero bueno, te, te digo, esta este es una parte del, de, de lo emocionante y también cómo poder eh, pues ayudar con, con estos eventos que hemos organizado de startups para poder ayudarte a moldear esa idea. ¿no? Es decir, cómo 
o sea, cuáles son los pasos para poder eh, llevar esto al mercado, eh, go to market strategy, eh, tener, empezar a generar atracción y posiblemente buscar este fondos de, de financiación, ¿no? Aquí en, ya sea aquí o en cualquier otro lado, cómo hacer un pitch deck, eh, cómo, cómo hacer un revenue model que sea sustentable y ver las, esas áreas de oportunidad. Entonces, pues sí, es, estamos eh, emocionados y ojalá este pues puedas participar en el Portland Startup Week en septiembre. Sí. Todavía no tenemos fecha, pero normalmente es en septiembre, octubre, ¿no? Claro, Entonces, exacto, exacto. Buenísimo, gracias, sí. gracias por todo. Y ahí tendremos un equipo, eh, obviamente, a, a la mano para que podamos ayudarte a, a... Y bueno, y de aquí a septiembre, pues también puedo, estamos disponibles, ¿no? Claro que sí, ¿no? Me, me encantaría sentarme contigo, platicar contigo acerca de, de tu proyecto. Bueno, y pues aquí está sentada, y aquí está. Bueno, sí, aparte. Con unas arepas, este, un ron venezolano. Sí, sí, sí. Uh, ron venezolano, rico. Pampero aniversario. Comercial San, gratis. Santa Teresa. Hoy Santa Teresa. Y yo tengo uno en mi casa. Sí. Mira cómo se emociona. Ahí les doy una historia. Tengo un ron Santa Teresa, que además es muy fino. Ajá. Me lo regaló uno de mis mejores amigos, que era... Eh, esto está vivo, ya lo ando matando. <risa> Él era consultor para a una consultora muy grande eh, eh, y vivió en Venezuela, en Caracas, un tiempo. Te, te estoy diciendo, hace, esa botella tiene en mi casa 20 años y no la he abierto. No es cierto. 20 años. ¿Cómo crees? Sí. Es un pecado. Es no un lo pecado. Abierto. No lo he abierto porque estoy esperando a que el, el menso este venga a visitarme. Ajá. Y, y bueno, por un, una cosa u otra, yo me, eh, me fui a vivir a, me vine a vivir a Portland de Texas, entonces me la, me la traje. Después me fui a vivir a Italia, me la llevé a Italia. ¿Cómo No crees? me vino a visitar. No. Después regresé a Portland y aquí sigo y él vive en Canadá ahora y, y bueno, tengo una, tengo una botella de Santa Teresa y, y es Pero, preciosa. Esto es, ¿En serio? Sí. Wow. Y no la abierto. Qué rico. Entonces, yo, yo wow. creo que si bueno, no viene, ya, este, este lo vas a tener que dar crank pues, antes. Oye, si me invitas, ¿no? Sí. <risa> Pero bueno, María, pues muchísimas gracias. este pues No sé si quieres contarnos algo más. Ya nada más eh, tenemos unos cuantos minutos, pero ya para cerrar el programa. Eh, ¿Qué, ¿Qué va a hacer Mariel en, en estos días? ¿Cuál, cuál, cuál es el, este, el objetivo ya ahorita inmediato? O una necesidad ahorita que queramos preguntar, un, algo básico, un ask de the listeners o nosotros para poder meterle mano ya más concreto, un action item a, a, en qué te podemos ayudar, ¿no? Sure, sure. Um, bueno, yo, yo les invito a todos a ver la página de Facebook, pero, o sea, en el sitio web hay mucho más información acerca del proyecto. Um, y, so, I'm saying if, um, I invite you all to look at the Facebook page as well as, as, well as the website. Um, I'm actually going to a workshop in New York um, later in July um, at this School of Visual Arts. And so I'm going to get some feedback from them. Um, the workshop is similar to the workshop I did last year. Okay. Um, and so, um, yeah, just any feedback. Anybody interested in helping um, creating community partnerships or um, working Um, on um, providing feedback who have anybody who has experience in um, design thinking um, mm -hmm. please contact me um, you can contact me through the website through the website or the mm -hmm. Facebook page or el pasaporte the Facebook project page. correct aquí está ya yo ya yeah, le di like so. eh. y uh, una preguntita Gracias. rapidito uh, como para los negocios what what is the 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 model that that you require like uh, you can contact them and and then you talk about the passport and 
how how that that connection? Sure. Yeah. With, with in this case, um, so we're an LLC, um, but in this case, I uh, reached out to the vendors at the Portland Mercado. Um, I had been volunteering with them for a while, and so I presented the idea to them. And the process has been really wonderful because at every single step, it's been of co-creation. Um, we. Um, We're able to interview all of the vendors and mm -hmm. learn about um, their backgrounds as entrepreneurs and business owners. Um, we have um, been presenting what the coupon options could look like, and we worked with them one-on-one -on -one, um, to see what that's like. Um, I've been meeting with the Mercado regularly to give them updates on the workshops. As I mentioned, the first workshop we did was at the Portland Mercado, so they were able to be part of that. Um, And um, for me, it's for me, it's really important to maintain that model of co-creation um, mm -hmm. because um, this project, it's it's an idea that um, was born at this workshop through collaboration, and the only way that the idea actually is going to be um, effective is if the business owners at the Portland Mercado are invested in it and they're also part yeah. of it. Um, I I don't. I, I, I want this idea to be um, coming from them in some ways. I want them to... To have some skin in the game. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. awesome. That's extremely important to me. Yeah, um, This is just my platform to amplify their work. Awesome. Well, great work. And thank you for coming today. Thank you so much. Thank you, ladies. Thank Muchas you. gracias. Y feliz viernes. Feliz este, viernes. Que la pasen súper, súper bien. Gracias. Eh, no se olviden de hablarle a sus padres el domingo. Mariel, el sí, día del padre. Sí, feliz, sí. Padre, feliz, feliz día a todos los padres. Este, coming up next on Startup Radio Network is the Out Entrepreneur with host Rhodes Perry. Our friend Rhodes talks to LGBTQ entrepreneurs and founders from all over the world. Thank you, everybody. Feliz viernes. Thank you, Alan. Uh, thank you, Alan. My pleasure. Bye. <laughs> You've been listening to the Latino Founder Hour podcast with your hosts, Edgar Navas, founder of Clica. And Claudia Cardenas. El programa Latino Founder Hour es grabado en las instalaciones de NetSpace en el estudio Bigfoot Podcast en la hermosa ciudad de Portland. Our audio engineer, mixer, and podcast editor is Alain Beausoleil. Diseñador de logo, Carolyn Main. Our network logo was designed by Jessica Chan. Diseñador de sitio web, Cameron Grimes. Our production assistant is Chelsea Lancaster. Tema de música, Funning and Sunning, de Kevin McLeod. Cree en ti mismo. Sueña en grande y confía en el universo. De Marta Leticia y Silvia Romero. <laughs>